Brigginshaw goes into the line, out the back to Maddock, handing it on there as Sazalka. She gives it on, and Julia Robinson will go in to score for Brisbane. Well, that's exactly where they'll go. They'll go in for the first four-pointer of the match. Welcome back to the Brisbane Broncos podcast. Producer Shad, how are you going? Yeah, not too bad, Sammy. How how's, are you doing? How's your off-season go? Mate, off-season's good. You know, it's great to not be on the training paddock anymore. Um, you know, that's probably the thing that I like the most about the off-season. Yeah, um, yeah. My off-season, I've been in one for yeah. five years. Yeah, mate. yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, Mad Monday took place. Yes. Um, for a lot of teams around the NRL. Do you have any – any? Uh, we, we had one story from you last episode about yeah. Mad Monday. Yeah. Obviously the jock situation. But is that it? Once Mad Monday is done, is it, is it players are gone? There's no interaction with the club anymore? Yeah, pretty much. You want – like it sounds bad, but you want to get as far away from the place as possible because right. you know – in six weeks' time, you're back there for training. Mm. And it is intense. It's hot. It's full on. You go back to six days a week training. Right. Uh, Saturday morning being uh, the killer session. Okay. Uh, it pretty much, I, I think, in hindsight, looking back, the Saturday session is designed to wipe you out for the weekend so you don't even think about having a drink or anything like Interesting. that. Interesting. So you get straight into so the that, idea of we're training now. It's the it's the big uh, fitness session on the Saturday. You get the miles in the legs, uh, sometimes uh, involving some hill runs, uh, some hill sprints, uh, things that will leave you on the couch or in your bed for the rest of the day pretty much. Now, because it's your biggest break away from footy this six weeks, yeah. for, for a lot of players uh, and a few Broncos, actually, this won't be much of a break because there's a World Cup that's going to be taking place yes. at the end of the year. So next year is going to be a lot of tired legs in the NRL, you would think. Yes. Um, but in terms of holidays, I only had this realisation, you know, about a week or so ago. Yep. In your time off as a player, you never got to travel to like, I imagine some guys will go to Europe, they'll go overseas, they might go to the US, they might go somewhere outside of Australia. Yeah. You never get to go and experience a European summer. Because it's the, the NRL is on at the time. Yeah. So you're always limited to a winter in the Northern Hemisphere if you go for a holiday. Was yeah. there anywhere you decided to go away or because you had the young family it was a bit hard? I haven't gone anywhere either since, no, really? since retiring. Uh, one, because, uh, yes, uh, I have a young family. Uh, so that's uh, extra uh, plane tickets you have to buy. Mm -hmm. But also bloody COVID. Well, of course. That I ruined mean, a lot of travel for a lot of people. That's what I think of the because I reckon there'll be a lot. We've got a young side. Like, there'll be a lot of guys probably going overseas yeah. to get out of Australia, probably away from prying eyes, I reckon, as well, um, to go on these on these holiday trips. But, yeah, it's like you kind of – you really are limited, aren't you, as a professional sports athlete? You're, you're very limited, uh, especially yeah. around the rugby league uh, calendar. But my European holidays were – when I had the the chance and opportunity to play for Australia over in the ah, UK, fair. we did have we did have days off uh, during those tours, and and sometimes you didn't play mm -hmm. uh, every game, so you might get a weekend off where you could, uh, and especially being based a lot of the time we're based out of Manchester, you just jump on a plane and you mm. can go anywhere, yeah, and cheapest chips. Mm. I don't know why at the point in time thinking back, a twenty pound flight. Probably wouldn't do that again because you pay for what you get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Legroom would have been great. Do you think the season's too long? Uh, I think it is a long, a long season because um, you got to look at it as they're not always playing games week in mm -hmm. and week out, but there is a long preseason. Uh, mm -hmm. There's the mandatory six weeks at the end of the end of the year, which uh, all players uh, have to get, but. Uh, our guys will be back around the 1st of November training. 
preparing for the first game, which is uh, the end of February, start of March. So uh, it's, it's a long chunk. You get about, oh, let me think. You finish on uh, the 23rd mm-hmm. of December, usually around then. Uh, and then you're back at training around the 3rd of January. Well, there will be a bye week next year. Yes, because there will, will be the extra team that we won't mention. Yeah. Um, but does that, when you were playing, was there, you, like the bye week would come because we'd have the, the designated bye yep. week around Origin and whatnot. And I imagine that is a time that, depending on how your season going, you either get to go away and have some fun or you probably. <laughs> yeah, you're probably staying home. Getting whipped around a bit because you're not going too well. Yeah. Uh, a, lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the time I would just do Australian holidays when it came to that. So yeah, right. I would uh, I'd, uh, duck back up north to see mm. my parents or um, go up to Port Douglas, go down to Tasmania, just see different parts of Australia. Mm. Um, not really the chance opportunity to go overseas at that point. Or maybe a little trip over to New Zealand yeah. you could do. Yeah. Quick trip to Bali, mate. Get yourself a bing tang. Yeah, got me single. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the NRLW is in full swing at the moment. And uh, look, Broncos keeping it tight again when it comes to getting into the finals. Big game ahead against Parramatta. They played really well on the weekend to then fall to a, a pretty good drop goal was put against the Storm by St. George. Tough one. Goal tough. kicking has been an issue. Yes. I know that you've kicked a few for the Sanford Stags. Yep. This season. One. One from one. Yeah. Well, actually, no. no I you did. got I, a couple of cracks. I kicked in another game. It was pretty terrible, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I was going to say because, you know, the, the percentage rate you're doing at the moment, I think we've only kicked like four or something from 12... Oh yeah, well I can go down and yeah, I can improve those odds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get it to at least six. Yeah, six from (laughs) fourteen. Well, uh, yeah, we've got a big game ahead against Parramatta, but uh, our guest this week works quite closely with the squad. Sam. Yes, she does. Uh, An ex-player moved into the coaching ranks now. Uh, A good friend of mine, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, very happy to have on the podcast today. It's Meg Ward. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Sam. It's good to be here. Now, Meg, a uh, heartbreaking loss on the weekend for the girls. One point. What a cracking game, though. Oh, such a good game. I was really proud of the girls' effort. Um, kind of hurt us a little bit not being able to kick the goals. Um, yeah. Four tries to three. But at the end of the day, we were down by 10 points and we fought to come back, which is we really drilled that resilience, kind of um, never give up attitude into the girls. And I think we got to see that in that moment. And it was just a cracking kick um, by Rachel that sealed the game for the Dragons. Bit of inside knowledge from yourself, coaching at the Dragons last year. Yeah. Did you, did you give the girls some tips? I like to think that I put in a little <laughs> bit of extra time with Rachel with drop kicking, so that one hurt a little. Yeah. <laughs> um, seeing her do that, but um, she's one of those players that's new to the game. She got young gun last year, even though she's so old. I love her. Yeah. She's old, got young gun. She's just this incredible talent that just comes in and creates so much time for herself. And um, the way she kicked that drop goal, I think it was from over 30 metres out, just effortlessly. You could see as soon as it came off her boot, it was going through. And credit to her, um, she got it done for the Dragons. But we'll be back in the finals when it counts. Now, uh, Shanae Shizolka, is that, is that how you say it. it? Yeah. She was a standout player for me. Who stood out for you in the game? I actually was doing um, my little... 
tips, my favourites from the weekend. Yeah. Um, I won't say three, two, two ones. Much. Yeah, three, two ones. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't say them in order, but um, I Nay was in my list. Yeah. I thought she was a standout. I think um, her speed and agility on the edge and, and what she can create for us out of nothing with yeah. her little grubber and chase and those kind of things. Um, I think is really valuable to our team. Um, I thought Robbo is just strong. She's just a strong winger. Good little combination on that does right her hand job. Side, oh, hey? The yeah. two blondes, the sisters, they get the job done. <laughs> but they, I just thought that she she had a cracking game as well. And um, I also thought that Chapo is another young one coming through, had had an awesome game. And I also shout out to Jada Ferguson. I thought um, she got called in. She hasn't played too many minutes the first few games. And um, unfortunately, Vinny went down um, with a lower leg injury, like straight away, straight in the first I think it was the first set and then Jada had to go on and play 60 plus minutes. So, um, yeah, a huge shout out to her young one coming through with a lot of talent, um, went in at hooker and I thought she did an outstanding job for us. You enjoying coaching? I am. I'm loving it. It's hard. Coaching's hard because it's like, as a player, I never really got too nervous because you just had to know your job. And if you knew your job, that was all you could do. Go out there and do your job. That that was it. But as a coach, you're kind of sitting there going, does everyone know what they need to know? Do they know their job? Have they drunk enough water today? Did they stretch? Like stretch? Did they sleep? You don't have control of what they're doing, so it's a lot more nerve wracking. But um, I'm loving it. I'm learning a lot along the way, and it's, it's just been a really good opportunity um, with the Broncos. So I'm really grateful to Kelvin. Yeah. Who's taught you more, Kelvin or uh, Scotty Prince? Oh, Probably more about areas. being a pain <laughs> would be Scotty. <laughs> But um, coaching, uh, to be honest, both of them, they both have sort of different styles um, and I'm, I'm learning a lot from that. Um, just picking up little cues that they both talk about through training has been really cool and the way that they look at the game um, is, is quite different and I think it's pretty cool that I kind of get, get to just sit back in the middle and, and watch them both think and talk about the games and stuff. So I kind of get to see it from both ways but um, two outstanding coaches with awesome futures ahead and, yeah, I'm just really, really grateful that I get to learn off them both. Has Princey uh, let anything slip or slide? Is he going to go help out uh, Robbie Farah and Benji down at the West Tigers or what? He's honestly so tight-lipped. I tried to have a couple of drinks on the weekend and and see if I could get it out of him, but um, he said he's just kind of rolling with it at the moment, happy doing what he's doing at the Broncos, and he'll see where... See where the ball takes him next season. Now, where does this leave the girls now? They have to have a big win this weekend and wait for other results to get get through the finals. Yeah, we've kind of um, left it quite tight towards the end. We're still in fourth. Must be a Broncos thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to say too much. But yeah, that hurt for the men. Felt for them. Um, But yeah, we're still in fourth. But we definitely need to get the job done on the weekend against um, a tough Eels team. I think each week we've seen um, all the teams kind of just beat Eels. I think they're a team that's right there. So we've got a really big challenge this weekend. But um, I have faith that the girls can get the job done and um, that'll take us into finals the following weekend at Suncorp. Where have you seen this uh, this game evolve and change since you first started playing back in the day? How far has it come? Massive. It's huge. The The strength, the speed, the, the young talent coming through. I think a lot of the girls when I first started said, oh, yeah, I've just come across from netball. I'm 28 years old and yeah. giving it a crack. And um, now we've got finally all this young talent coming through that have played since they were eight, nine years old. And the skill, the footy IQ level on these girls is awesome. And you can see that the game's getting faster, um, more hits, harder hits. Um, and, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm just 
glad I've retired watching some of those shots on the weekend. The skill level has gone up a thousand percent. It's a, uh, it's amazing to see um, some of the passes that are getting strung together. Some of the line breaks that are being made of footwork. Uh, it's great to see. Are you one of those retired players that have brought out the the line? When I when I was playing, I I could have done that better. Have you have you said that yet? Multiple times. <laughs> back back yeah. when I played, yeah. or we did this, back or in we my did day. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely something I've had to work on not saying. Yeah. Um, but it could, like it is, it's a total different game now compared to when I play. I can say, oh, we did this when I used to play, but it's different now. Girls are more skillful. They can throw those long passes over the top, so you can't jam as much as you used to because the skill's gone up. So yeah. um, it's a lot different um, to when I played. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely am working on saying that less. I think I posed this question to Ali when she was on the podcast about maybe uh, coaching the NRLW team one day or a junior development role just for our NRLW players. Could you see yourself in one of those roles? Definitely. I'd love to um, keep progressing as a coach. I'm, I'm really enjoying um, learning at the moment, but I would hope, to be honest, a part of me, I have had people ask if I'd be a coach, a head coach one day. At the moment, in my current state, I would say no. Yep. I, I love the assistant role. Um, I love being the good guy that can come in and help players and, and girls that I don't have to be the one that tells someone they're missing out. Yeah. That's the head coach's job. But then I can come in and say, hey, you've missed out. What can we do to fix it? Um, and kind of get to be the good cop in a way that I can come in and just help them work on their little things and be the fun one a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't have to be so serious. So I kind of like being that person um, at the moment. Um, who, not to say that down the down the road, once I've got a lot more experience and I'm a bit older and a lot a bit more bit less fun, um, that I I might put on that coach's hat. But for now, I'm really enjoying just being an assistant coach and and helping the girls as much as I can. Well, our girls have a task ahead of them this week. Uh, make sure you tune in and watch our team take on the Eels, uh, a game uh, which uh, we hope to win by at least 50 points just to yeah. be comfortable. Minimum. Minimum. Minimum, Minimum. of 50. Yeah, like, that's yeah. not asking for yeah. much, is it? <laughs> no. No. There's a few line breaks, a few tries. Uh, and uh, I, I hope that uh, this week throughout training you've been out there helping the girls with goal kicking because you are a good goal kicker. I did put my hand up. Yeah. I sent Kelvin a text and said, look, you might have to re-sign me next year, but I'm not cheap. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Meg. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sam. Well, we're still here. Uh, another week. Another week down. Another week down. <laughs> As we head towards, hopefully, finals footy. Yes, yes. So, uh, fingers crossed for our girls. Make sure you get eyes on TVs. Mm -hmm. uh, wherever you watch your, uh, your NRLW, make sure you um, watch our girls. Uh, whip them home against the eels. With those slippery eels and get into the finals. We'll see you next week.